Hey, so before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys about Disney Plus. Now, I know by now you've probably heard about Disney Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From classics like Snow White to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live-action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hayes sent you. You are listening to the sounds of the red-bearded assassin. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to The Awakened Soul Podcast. I am your host, CEO Hayes. And if this is your first time following the podcast or listening to the podcast, I should say, make sure you go and follow us at Awakened Soul Pod or at The Awakened Soul Pod, just depending on where you're looking for us at. we got a great show planned for you guys this week. But first, before we get into that, I want to thank you guys uh, for all the support, the love, uh, the feedback from last week's episode with the Hoochie Poppy Goddess. Uh, just a great conversation. I do look and hope to have her back on so we can continue that conversation and get a little bit more in depth to some of the things that we touched on there. So be on the lookout for that. But on this week's episode, this here's episode, what we have planned for you guys is a conversation about alpha, alpha males, fake alpha males, a little bit about the beta males, and then we'll get into the often forgotten about in the wild card, the sigma males. Now, sigma males uh don't get a lot of praise they don't get talked about a lot but they kind of like it that way and i was surprised that i you know i tweeted out kind of where i was going with this week's episode and i was surprised by the fact that we got so many responses of people who didn't know what uh sigma male was so we're gonna break that down we're gonna get into that but before we do that we gotta get into my dark and twisted ass mind which we'll do right after this intro music i'll see you guys there the following is a breaks media podcast You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad. What's going on? We're in the dark and twisted, crazy ass mind of mine. That is the end of mine of Hayes segment. And so on this week's, we got two topics, right? Just two topics. And you're going to try to make this short and condensed for anyone who like, as I said, if you follow me on social media, you'll get a little bit deeper look inside my mind. You probably know where I'm going to go for go uh, where I'm going to go on most of these segments. And this one, the Iverson and Harden shoes, the little crossover that they're doing. I believe they're called the Harden questions, something like that. Um, which when I saw, and apparently they came out early this month, but when I saw them, I immediately had to order order them. Not only do they go great with like the concept that I'm working on for this this king of content uh, photo shoot that I'm doing for the new merch uh, line that we're announcing, but I, I used to be such a huge sneakerhead. Like before podcasting and all this audio and video equipment that I have and stuff, it was sneakers. It was books. It was sneakers. It was movies, stuff like that. Um, but when I saw these, a, it took me back. Right. And that's the thing where they get you I always say how nostalgia is a hook for many people. Right. 
And I, I can very much say that for me. It's nostalgia is a huge hook. And they got me with nostalgia on this one. For all of my Mannheim family, back when we lived in Benjamin Franklin Village in Germany, uh, Mannheim, Germany, the questions were everybody had a pair of questions. Everybody had like different colors. And it was like this 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 cultural thing um when i lived there and it's just such a uh tentpole memory of of my childhood of my adolescence of getting my first pair of questions and just i remember i had the baby blue ones and i had i think the black and white ones i believe don't quote me on that i know i had two pair um but this like remix of them and remaster of them it just went so well with everything and that's something that we don't talk about well i don't talk about enough and i think on the breaks radio we're going to try to get into more is the 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 fashion aspect aspect of the culture. We talk a lot about music. We talk a lot about film on the breaks radio, but we really want to incorporate more of what the culture is as a total, as a totality, as a whole, I guess I should say. And yeah, yeah, that those shoes were just, I can't say enough about them and they're black and red, which everyone knows is my color scheme. That's like my favorite color, uh, two colors in the world together. So I had to get those and I'm sorry. I know usually in the mind of hey segment i'm usually talking about a lot deeper stuff and politics and stuff like that and you like sneakers had to talk about it i don't care had to talk about it. my platform i'm going to talk about it it had to fucking be done but without that said and left off um one thing that the other thing that i want to talk about is is anybody has seen marge simpson firing back at uh jenna ellis who's a a advisor of trump right uh who said that uh <laughs> Kamala Harris sounds like Marge Simpson. And uh, they also piggybacked off something that Trump uh, had tweeted of saying that uh, housewives love him or whatever. And so this you have to hear it. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and play the clip. Go ahead. And what about that is just so it, I think when you look at like everyone kind of being tired of this administration and tired of the tweets. And I know it's funny. And I started off with like a jovial tone. I think when you really see where everything is going and, and you know, they, Trump has his supporters in the media. So let's, let's not act like it's all against it. But I think for those who are sick and tired of this, of the shit, we're going to keep seeing more and more of this. And as the election gets close, you see more of it. And you may think it's just Marge Simpson. Uh, it's comical, whatever else. But I think that this was the creators of the, of the Simpsons, or I would like to think really saying, look, enough's enough. We're tired of the bullshit. This is where we stand. We're drawing our, our uh, line in the sand and they're going to be more of this. It's going to be more of this as we lead up to the election. It's going to be a lot more, um, you know, and Kamala Harris, we talked about it on the Burks radio, so I'm not going to really get into it there of her being announced as, as Biden's running mate. And yeah, my whole thoughts on the political thing are very well documented. I've said before that prior to what happened uh, after the George Floyd case is that I really thought that well, I'm still of the mind that Trump is more than likely going to win the election. Maybe that's just me safeguarding myself and not letting myself get too excited at the fact that he may be getting out of office or whatnot. Maybe that's what that is. But I think when you look at things, the high, the more than likely outcome is Trump being reelected. Just if you look at historically how things have gone, X, Y, Z. But I think once we got the cultural impact that we did and you saw people rally behind the Black the Black Lives Matter movement like they did after the George Floyd case and people stepping out and speaking up. And yeah, you've had people speak up on both sides, but I really think what you got overall is that you just got people tired of the bullshit. So as that keeps going and keeps growing and he just won't shut the fuck up because we know he's not going to, people are going to rally behind the causes that they can. And that is becoming Biden and, and Harris. And, you know, it, it, him uh, having her as a running mate, 
can't do anything but but help um but as i said before i'm i'm not one who blindly i will never say blindly vote for anything do your research see where you stand on it see where your thoughts are on on those two and then really make an informed decision we as a culture and as a whole uh sometimes do the whole we don't know much about politics things and we just vote for whoever seems like they have our uh, best interests at heart. And, you know, I get that to a degree, but you really got to inform yourself and make the right decisions here. I think we know what the right decision is here. I think we do. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I really hope that we do see some actual change after this election. Uh, that's my personal opinion, but I'm going to leave that there. We're going to talk more about politics as we get closer to the election, as we get into debates and stuff. Gonna pro- The minor Hayes segment is probably, as it does around every election, is going to turn more into a political segment. So just be warned. If the if that's not what you come here for, go to the main discussion topic each and every week. But I'm warning you guys now. It's going to get hot. It's going to get heavy. And it's going to get talked about. But we're going to go ahead. We're going to take our break. We're going to get into the Cookie Chronicle segment from Tia, the First Lady. I will catch you guys after this. Hey y'all, this is your girl, the first lady here with Cookie Chronicles on the Awaken Soul podcast. And I just had to tell y'all what I saw on Twitter. So there was this girl that went viral and the question or tweet that she did was very basic. Um, It was men only give us women some relationship advice. Now we've seen this plenty of times before, but the men that answered and the clarity that they had and what they said and the advice that they gave was surprising to me, to say the least. Um, it definitely let me know that men know exactly what they're doing in the dating field and they're not as stupid as some of us think they are. Um, some of the, of the advice was confirmation for me, but other advice that I saw was like, hmm, Okay, um, there were 4,896 comments, and that was just what I saw prior to recording. I'm pretty sure it's going to go a little a little further, um, but the advice that I saw was mostly, the one that stood out the most, I would say, was the one that said, do not forgive cheating, and then there was another one that said, um, ask as many questions as you want and ask what his intentions are. Anyone who does not want to answer your questions or have any type of like plan for you intention-wise isn't serious about you. And I was like, huh. For one, how often do you see other men tell a woman not to accept the apology when they've been cheated on? Like, that was different for me. I I was not expecting that. Do not accept that I'm sorry if he cheats to leave. If he isn't willing to accept when he's wrong, leave. Now, that one we should know already. Um, But, again, some of this advice was, like, really, really good. And I'm going to give you guys her name so you can kind of go through and scroll through the comments. But when I say it was... Amaze balls. Let me tell you. Um, her name is ARP <laughs> fourteen underscore, and I even um 
I even kind of bookmarked some of them. So one guy was saying, uh, he suggested a book. He said, read Ways of the Superior Man. He talks about how it goes against a woman's essence dope book and he was talking about lack of communication goes against a woman's essence um there was another piece of advice on here it says there's no such thing as too many questions ask that man how is his relationship with his mother how he grew up does he have anger issues how he sees himself in the next five years if he doesn't mention marriage you know you're not getting married soon if you date him um what else I've, I've bookmarked so many let's see if a dude energy changes and he isn't as attentive and caring please be the queen that you are and move on you don't have time for niggas to be inconsistent don't give him the benefit of the doubt either someone another female is the reason he's changing 90 percent of the time you'd be surprised at how many of these um comments or advice that they give that say um like don't give him the benefit of the doubt like it's crazy simple shit here's another one simple shit if he's not doing it then you aren't the one and that goes for anyone stop letting people condition you for abuse if you point out a behavior or how something made you feel and their response is to argue or get defensive, cut off access to them. Just did it. Ooh, some of this is deep. Okay, so like I said, some of this I did not expect to hear. But the fact that they were so real about it and I didn't see no like stupid advice. Um... Here's another one. Keep your girlfriends out of your business. Now, we should know that one. Never compare your relationship to other people's social media highlights. We should know that one, too. Support his goals and dreams. Set boundaries, standards, and expectations from day one. Pay attention to your senses. They never lie. So, okay. So, I saw another comment on here. Another piece of advice where one of the men said, um, if a man tries to make you feel like your intuition is, like, not real or not a thing. Because you know how some men say, oh, don't believe women's intuition. It's not real. It doesn't exist. That's just y'all being insecure. Don't date a man like that. Another one says, you don't have to tell a man 10, 11, 12, 13 times how to love you. If the love he claims he has for you is real, his actions will be all the reassurance that you need. Um, Another one, we ain't the enemy. If we ever prove ourselves to be, then leave us be and find you a real man who will make you feel like you have an ally. Keep the war outside of your home. I hope that it's understood that me and you against the world is a real thing perfect perfect advice again i just want y'all to go on here her name is arp under no arp 14 underscore and just read through all of these comments now she's had twenty seven thousand retweets oh my goodness but yeah the advice that you see on here is is crazy Here's another one. Dates are required, not a privilege. Don't ever let a man make you feel like you're asking for too much because you want to go on a date. Mm. 
Oh, here's another good one. Sort out what you need and what you want before demanding that we give it to you. In my opinion, a lot of time is wasted in relationships because people are unable to discern what they've been told they need versus what they actually need. Then you get it and you still aren't satisfied. That was a really, really good one. But yeah, I just want y'all to go through here, ladies, and like read the advice that they give because it's it's really really good it's it's really awesome actually and you should save this thread as a bookmark maybe show it to your friends and men if you are on here and you want to get in on the action and give some woman advice again her name is arp14 underscore and i really just had to tell y'all how shocked i was to see how real the this advice was like huh it was very refreshing to say the least. And again, the fact that so many men in this advice thread was saying like, leave him, don't give a second chance. Um, he wouldn't give you a second chance. Don't give him the benefit of the doubt. One guy blatantly said, we know exactly what we're doing. Um, Another one mentioned love bombing. Like, definitely, definitely check it out. But that's all I got for y'all. I'm actually still going through this. And I just wanted to share it so that some of the other great men that listen to this show can go ahead and give their their awesome advice as well. And then uh, the ladies, if you're having a few issues, go on, sit in the tub one day and just go through with a glass of wine like all of this awesome advice like this should definitely be put in a book or something because <laughs> it's really really good like I said a lot of it is like confirmation for me and a lot of it I thought I knew but wasn't too sure but it's really good it's really awesome now you might see one or two guys that got like a stupid little thing to say but other than that 99% of it is like really good. So check it out. Again, her name is ARP14 underscore on Twitter. She has 27,000 retweets, 31,000 likes. And I think, let's see how many comments she has now. I'm sure there's a shit ton. Oh no, still 4,897. And they're still coming. So yeah, check her out. Let me know what you think. And hit me up on Instagram. Um, I still have the Cookie Chronicles page. Um, hit me up on there. Let me know what you thought of the advice. And which advice was your favorite. Because I'm curious. I have a few of my own that I bookmarked. But let me know what, what your favorite was and how you relate. And let's talk about it next week, alright? Until next time, y'all. Bye. This work to facilitate growth or to become famous. Which is more important, getting or letting go? Alright, so we're in the discussion topic of this week's episode of The Awakened Soul. And, you know, like I alluded to before, this is going to be a conversation on uh, betas, alphas, false alphas, and sigmas. And shout out to Shantae, who actually wrote in and wanted to hear me talk about how to identify fake alpha males and of course me being me i uh, took that concept and i kind of evolved it in in preparing to talk about it and it turned into this thing that um you know it's it's breaking down the different psyches and the roles and the things that these different types of people do and you know i'm going to be talking about it mainly from the from this uh position of alpha betas and sigma 
males just because i am a man and i don't really want to get into talking about the female side of this without having a woman into the discussion so be looking out for maybe a part two or follow-up to this you guys all know i love my series um so uh, you, you you may get a part two. No, you will, because I, I already have in mind who I want to talk about the female side of it. But then I also, uh, to f- further evolve the, the concept in the discussion, I actually want to have a, a conversation, too, about the complete other side of this. And that is uh, for those who don't believe that these type of roles or structures really should be applied to humans. And that's another concept that I ran a- across in, in preparing this is that, OK, what if we're trying to categorize people that really don't need to be categorized in this way. Maybe we need to create a new type of structure in a way to categorize people. And that really spoke to me as well uh, from just the aspect of like, you know, I like to talk about things from all sides and all opinions. And so it, we'll, we'll probably we'll probably get into that as well. We'll probably get into that. Um, but let's get into the concept of uh, we're going to talk about the, the beta male first. And this is probably going to be the one that we spend the least amount of time on because I feel like we all have been or we know how to identify been around or know how to identify a beta and and that is the person who shies away from leadership who shies away from responsibility who kind of just goes along the predetermined path that's in front of them and kind of just does that doesn't really take on leadership can't really be trusted lacks confidence um really doesn't like to speak up and stand on their own two feet or stand out in any type of way but one thing that i want to talk about is the misconception just because somebody is feminine uh, or they're gay or they're emotionally sensitive or they're vulnerable does not make them a beta. We got to stop associating these type of things with being beta males because that's not necess- that's not how it works. Um, so betas are more so people that follow the crowd. Right. Um, betas are more so people who uh, d- that that don't really like to to be in confrontation. And some people may say who does like to be in confrontation, but we'll talk about that as well. Um, they shy away from it. Uh, they shy away from really having uh, vision, uh, values or purpose that is their own. They very often take away um, from things from th- that are. Well, they don't take away, but they go with the flow. They do what they're told. They accept what other people have to say. They accept um being being told what to do but that doesn't always mean that betas aren't sometimes thrust in, in leadership positions that they aren't prepared for and that has a negative impact on the people that do follow them one of the one of the things that i can point out to is for example we have a lot of people in the culture families in the culture where the man the the father is is not around right or is gone for whatever reason and then sometimes the oldest son is thrust in a leadership position of his younger siblings while the mother is out working because they have to do but they're not prepared for leadership and usually that leads them astray and the people that are following them astray um and like i said before they don't they don't want that leadership maybe sometimes they take it because they must but they they shy away from it we're on the flip side of that with alphas alphas welcome leadership roles they welcome responsibility they are very loud about their accomplishments and they they make sure that they're pointed out because they feel proud about the things that they've been able to accomplish they, they are proud of their skills and what and how what the, the leadership skills that they develop the personal skills that they develop the skills that they are the accolades that they have in work or in their personal life we gotta stop also putting uh the alpha labels on people who are want to be tough guys and that's something we'll get into with the fake alpha conversation 
um, when people hear alpha nowadays, it's usually used to people to to have this beetle in the chest mentality of oh I'm an alpha male or almost to put people in to subjugate people underneath them because in their mind that they're such the alpha or the leader that people need or have to listen to what they have to say but that's not always what that's not really what an alpha is alphas can be insert, assertive but they also know how to be gen, uh, gentle when needed uh, they are powerful but doesn't necessarily mean that they're hot tempered. And those are some of the things that have now been used to identify uh, alpha males and alphas aren't always the pack leader. And alphas aren't about being the biggest It's not being the richest It's not necessarily being the best looking. Now, alphas will point out those things about themselves. They will they will point out the things that make them stand out amongst the pack. If you notice people who always are just the loudest in the room or know how to command a room and seek out like they look forward to being in that position where they can they can be in front of a group of people and they can just command that stage and get the attention on them and talk about them and talk about the things that they are working on and the things that they achieved that is an alpha male ones when you think about have very strong backbones have very strong ideologies have very strong opinions um never really passive um or can be gentlemen um and that they have a very much change or accepted mentality that's what we think of when we think of alpha males but to get into the conversation that i was asked to talk about i identify those those are the most too common let's get into how to identify the fake alpha male and you know the, the the concept of like a fake alpha male uh isn't new um it's it's around it's been around forever people who want to to be perceived as alphas right because it 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 helps shy away from some of their insecurities or whatever but it also makes them feel like they are in a higher place in life than what they do and i've so to answer shantae's question the original concept of which i was brought uh that was brought to me and that she wanted to hear my opinion on how to identify a fake alpha and then we'll talk about sigma males one of the first ways and the biggest ways that I found that you can identify fake alpha males, that fake alpha males will focus the way that they converse, the way that they have conversation. They focus on the failures of others rather than talking about things that they themselves have been successful in. And that is because they they really do lack the alpha mentality of I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do it. They, they don't do that. So it makes it easier for them, right, in their mind and in their conversation if they just focus on who didn't do what. So then that way, they, they in their minds, they're thinking that they're coming off as alpha because they're, they're oh, I, look, such and such didn't do this, such and such didn't do this. But when they're pressed about the things that they have been successful in, if you notice the way that they, that, that they operate in conversation is these fake alphas are ones that usually try a lot of things and they move very quickly from one thing to another so that way it seems like they're 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 doing a lot but there's never really any success in it so when you see someone who for example um maybe they get the job right maybe they get the position maybe they get um a a, cha- a promotion but they don't improve anything that that came that was there before them they haven't improved any they haven't improved that position at all they haven't improved their company at all so they're sitting here with this position this leadership position that they will say oh well the person before me they didn't do xyz they didn't do this i noticed they didn't do this okay but what have you done to improve on the things that people didn't do before and to bring it back into the creative world for example well you know i'm a podcaster so we can talk about this so if if 
somebody in podcasting, for example, it's easy for them to talk about, oh, well, you know, such and such on their episode, they they had uh, they, they didn't fix the sound here or they didn't sound prepared here. or I heard them flub their words a little bit, but yet they aren't talking about their own success. Right. Or they'll talk about somebody else's brand. Look at the brand that you're building. Look at XYZ, but their brand is in the same very same place. But because they can speak so intelligently, these false alpha people are usually those highly intelligent beta people that 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 identify the way to maneuver around the social structure. So, but because but because they they think that their intelligence is going to get them through without actually doing the work. And then as far as the leadership position, right? We'll talk about that too. But they they but in this this first concept that we're talking about, the focusing on the failures of others. It's easy to talk about where others have gone astray or gone um or gone wrong or gone left or whatever else. But if you if you focus on the way that the beta male converses, they just will not have very many answers. They have a lot of critiques. They have a lot of things to point out that went wrong, but they very rarely have success or 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 stick to one thing because what they are trying to do, they are trying to move maneuver. They are trying to pick up or find their thing so that they can beat on their chest. But until that time happens, it's going to be oh look. I was podcasting. Oh, look, I'm also working in music. Oh, look, I'm also doing this. But yet you don't see the proof of the concept, the proof of the success in anything that they do. And again, that's just to bring it back to podcasting or YouTubing or whatever it is. These people will very often have a lot of a lot of a hand, their hands on a lot of things, trying out a lot of skills. And maybe they are very skillful people and they, they can learn things. But the success is very, very rarely there. But the thing that we talk that we're going to talk about even for with with leadership Number two on this list is false alphas seem to always need to be or they surround themselves with a bunch of highly successful, intelligent and strong women. And here's why that they do this. So the the false alpha male, right, are, are, is one that looks at tries to identify what what. The things that make people alpha as traditional masculinity, right? The things that we talked about before, the beating on the chest, the knuckle grabbers, the being uh, the the I don't give a fuck attitude. They they or or they because they want to be seen as alpha as alphas by other men, they surround themselves with women, with strong women intelligent women hard-working women but they do that so then they can point to the accomplishments of the people that they're surrounding them without still pointing to their own accomplishments they will often have themselves and it's not always relationship based it's sometimes it's friendship they've been friend zone xyz but they surround themselves key with women specifically so that they can try to they try can try to control the narrative and be viewed by other men as someone who is attained or who is attractive to other women when in reality they have only surrounded themselves with those women just so that they can point to their success you know do you have those ones that are like oh well all of my friends are business owners all of my friends are entrepreneurs all of my friends are managers all my friends are successful professionals but what about you very often the 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 fake alpha male is someone who is stuck in themselves in a job that they hate and that they see that they see these women who are successful who are hard working and that they know that well that they 
admire that about them. So they surround themselves with that so that they think it's going to rub off on them or they're going to be viewed in the same light as the people who are surrounding them. They surround themselves with entrepreneurs if they want to be viewed as an entrepreneur. They see women who are out here doing their thing and trying to build their brand and build XYZ and they surround themselves with them because they want to be viewed in that same light without actually doing that work. That is a key way to identify a fraud alpha male. Because the, uh, the fraud alpha will avoid this. Oh, I'm getting into I'm skipping one. So we'll we'll get into that. But that is a, a key trait that I found in in fake alpha males is the fact that they surround themselves with either highly attractive, highly intelligent, highly hardworking, maybe one of each one of these. So that, that way it, they, they can be other men can view that and say, oh, well, what what is he doing to have all these women surrounding him? And in reality, they're only they've only surrounded themselves with them or uh, with those women so that they can feel like they're like they can eat at that same table without really being being qualified to eat at that table. And that brings us into the next one. Number three of how to identify a fake alpha male. They seek approval. You feel me? Um, and we and you, one may say are confused and an alpha male would seek an approval because they talk loudly about their accomplishments. When that's not always the case, they are just they want people to know what they accomplish. They don't necessarily need their approval. And Sigma males are even more so far left of that, but which we'll talk about. But if you find yourself around someone who is like this, who presents and wants to be looked at as this alpha and this strong, dominant person, but they need that battery in their back. That's the best way to to categorize this. If you need to be hyped up, you're not an alpha. If you need that battery in your back, if you need the people around you, if you find this person or yourself constantly leaning on other people's approval or ideas to not get, to not be depressed, to not be down, to not feel like you aren't aren't doing the right things, you are a fake alpha male. Again, we're talking about males here. We'll just say fake alpha for if that makes people more comfortable. But that seek that that need of approval of the people around them, that need of someone saying oh i see what you're doing then you'll start seeing them stand up taller you start seeing them talk more confidently you'll start seeing them uh, sp speak with more power behind their voice because they have gotten that battery in their back see the things what alphas and sigmas are regardless even if they fail because they do fail it doesn't get them down they are dusted off very quickly and taking that on head on when you find someone who is constantly quiet and meek when their things and we talked about it they they'll have their hands in a bunch of things and not be successful in it but they constantly need that battery in their back of people to say and that's why they surround themselves with the people that they do so they can say oh you're going to get it they need they they need that battery in their back number four and this is a clear one fake fake alpha males will very rarely confront other people but especially other men and you know why that is it's because they are afraid to be exposed as the fraud of an alpha that they are so that they they are very hesitant to confront other men because they they are worried if a man is going to be able to see past that fraud alpha status and call them on it and then when they are confronted by an actual alpha that their their true status is going to be revealed so they will avoid or shy away from confrontation with other men but th will they be confrontational with women yeah sometimes but again women's can be alphas as well so they'll they they shy away from confrontation if you find someone who is very again very loud voiceless especially if we go back to number one talks about the failures of others but then is confronted about either the ideas or their own failures they shy away from that confrontation that is a perfect sign of a fraud fraudulent 
alpha male. So it's 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 one of those things that is that you would almost think like, oh, well, that's telling that should be clear. That should be obvious. But these people maneuver in such a way that that, you know, sometimes it's instinctual. And I will say this is that not always do fraud frauds or fake alphas go in with the purpose of being fraudulent like they in their mind sometimes they are very convinced that they are actual alphas they're not necessarily trying to pull the wool over their eyes or have an intent behind it sometimes it almost comes like as nature to them because they are trying so hard to be and identify with what their idea of an alpha is that they don't necessarily have malicious intent behind their the things that they do but the, the result of it is very clear um, again, so that that they rarely confront people, they rarely will stand on their own or when they do confront people. Right. Because they they build it up for so long. If you notice the people that it constantly it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and they eventually explode on people. Right. And then they feel they feel like they're they're pounding on their chest because they finally stood up and it came out in such a boisterous and loud and sometimes aggressive way because they have built this up so so long that when they finally do confront people, they are thinking, oh, I'm doing what alphas do. No, they're not. They have just let up all that stuff. Like everyone has the ability to go off at a time, right? Everyone at some point in time stands up for themselves or or flips out or has that that trigger in them. But with these 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 fake alpha males, if you notice the way that they maneuver through life day to day is to avoid confrontation. The one time that it does come out in this big show is really to say, hey, I'm here. Or they or they have noticed uh, they are actually confronting a beta, right? But in their minds, because they're they're alphas, they 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 can go all the way off. Um, and that's another another trait of the fake alpha male. Now, one uh, this last one that we have on this list on how to identify fake alpha is fake alphas tend to keep a very small circle of people around them so they can control the narrative and control how they are viewed by the small group of people. You know, to go back to the first one that we say that we said was number one, they focus on the on the failures rather of others rather than their own success, and part of that is because w- that th- they will build up a group around them, right? And that group will sometimes be interdependent, codependent, whatever way you want to look at it. But that that group they treat as family, right? They they very co- commonly use the terms brother sister with everyone that that comes around them because they are searching for that pack now. That's not to say that we all don't do that. We all have people that we refer to as our brothers and our sisters. But the way that the fraud alpha, the fake alpha maneuvers through this is that they keep that that circle tight and that circle closer that they can control how they're viewed. Right. They have they have people around them that, you know, we talked about how they surround themselves with a bunch of um, strong, intelligent women. But outside of that, outside of just that that group that they feel themselves always having to be around, their circle of friends and family that they let into their intimate details are usually ones that they feel that they can control how they're viewed at. So, if for example, if somebody wants to be viewed as the best entrepreneur around, right, they, they already have that group of, we've already talked about it, usually entrepreneurial women around them. But outside of that, right? They have some friends that are men. They have some family that they've been really close with. And then they talk about things in a way of really trying to make it seem like their successes are 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 more than what they are. They can affect the macro or they can affect the smaller group, but they can't affect the majority. They can't affect the masses. So when you find someone whose reach, whose impact is very small and they take that very small impact and make it and magnify it and try to use that as a way to say, oh, well, I. 
so many people are hitting me up or so like everyone loves this this project that I'm working on everyone loves this this content that I made everyone loves this whatever that I did but in reality it's your small group of people your relatively small group of people that you're able to impact but because they have love and care for you they are of course going to support what you do but you can't affect the masses you can't get out there and have the impact of people of an of a true alpha they they just don't have that they they very rarely have these small successes these mediocre successes but because they are around a group of of really small individuals that that success feels bigger than what it is because they may be successful uh, than uh, a lot of people in their in their intimate circle they may be working on something that that they can't get into the rooms of people who are actually doing the work they can't measure up to the people that are actually out there grinding and act and actually out there being alphas and being dominant and working in their own lane but what they what they do they have a very specialized skill and a very specialized circle when you keep whittling that down and putting more categories and more specializations on it, you end up with a group and an impact that is very small but they operate within that small one because they're 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 not true alphas they couldn't take the attention of really being on a on a higher level or having a bigger platform they can't take that attention they wouldn't know what to do with it if they had it they wouldn't know how to obtain it they wouldn't know how to how to sustain it they wouldn't know how to deal with the pressure so what they do is that they keep that small circle around them that keeps them feeling and and thinking like they've done something huge when really in in reality they just haven't so that's my list on how to identify the fake alpha male um you got to you got to it's it's you have to pay attention to you have to pay attention to how people operate how people move through and through but let's get into the one that i'm super excited to talk about and in the tweet that i put out um earlier and i posted also on instagram and other social media i was taken aback by how many people did not have had never heard of the concept of the sigma male and what's funny about that is that the sigma male prefers it that way, right? So we're kind of falling into and creating an environment in which we don't talk about or we don't appreciate the sigma male, but the sigma male is perfectly fine with that because they they want to operate outside of that. So, you know, a sigma, the way that I can, for people who are new to the concept and listen to this, uh, who hadn't seen kind of my other explanations, the, the way that I can easily explain a sigma male and why they are you know, I, I try to avoid saying who's higher on the totem pole. Sigma males and alpha males are very paralleled, um, and there's some things that separate them. But to kind of put this into visualization, I'm a comic book nerd, so I'm going to use this analogy. Hopefully people understand it, is that it's Batman and Superman. Bat, I'm not sorry. Um, Superman is the alpha. Superman is the Boy Scout, the one who wears the bright colors, the one who operates in the daylight, who wants to be seen doing it, who wants to be a pillar of of you know all of values and and inspire hope and and wants to be seen superman operates within the light superman is he he flies right he wants to be seen uh, uh doing his things that that make him rise above everyone else not necessarily he, he doesn't want to always belittle people around him but he he wants to rise he wants to be up there and be that shining light for people to look up when they look up to the sky he, he inspires hope he's the leader of the justice league he's the strongest member of the justice league in in a lot of different cases like he's looked at as this perfect impenetrable thing Whereas Batman, on the other hand, is the Sigma. Batman operates in the darkness. Ba Batman operates alone. He does work with the Justice League because he believes in what the Justice League is there for. He believes in, in their purpose. But 
Superman, for example, I'm sorry, Batman, for example, said he operates in the shadows. If depending on what what uh, timeline or whatever our series you're looking at in Batman, Batman operated in the shadows years before people even knew that there was a Batman. He doesn't need the attention for what he does, but the the work that he does is so important to him that his impact is is seen even if he's not. Sigmas are also always prepared. Batman, for example, is is always has a plan to take down every member of the Justice League if they go left. But he doesn't boast about it. He doesn't make sure that everyone knows. He doesn't use that information to put people in check. He is just prepared for in case it happens. When you look at like, even though this isn't the best depiction in, in media of Batman versus Superman, but the movie Batman v Superman, Batman had that armor. Then he had the he figured out the the thing with with, with the spear with with kryptonite. He was he had so many layers to his plan that he was he he was ready for just about anything. And he eventually did take that. He would have killed Superman if it was for the whole Martha thing. But that's a that's a movie thing for another day that I'll talk about that I'm not getting on right now. But the Sigma males they are just as strong leaders as as alpha males uh they are just as strong uh and confident as them but they don't need to display it the things that the thing that makes sigma males confusing and hard to identify by the public the general public is because they operate outside of the need of the normal social structure so while sigma and alpha may be head to head uh, a sigma cares nothing about being the head right sigmas very often will find themselves in leadership positions that they didn't seek right that people are naturally gravitated towards them people are naturally interested in them if you find if you if you see the person in the room like right the person who's very loud and voiceless but then you have the person that's in the back that still has a big group surrounding him and talking to him and they're engaged in every word that he has that he has to say um but he does the sigma doesn't seek that right the Sigma is is introverted. The Sigma doesn't necessarily look to have conversation, but can have great conversation in the situation that they need. Sigmas are very often more in touch with themselves emotionally and mentally um, than alpha males. But because they are in touch with that and because they are fine walking their own path, they operate outside that normal social, social structure. They don't need the attention. They very often get it. And something that I've talked about before on this podcast, and I think I've I've referred to this like phrase before is that the, like one of the key ways to identify the difference between the alpha and the sigma is an alpha seeks the attention for their accolades, right? They like getting the attention for the accolades. They like talking about their accolades. Whereas sigma males get that same level of attention more times than not, but they don't seek it, right? It's the difference between wanting attention for what you do and everything you do getting attention, right? It's just that, that simple Simple difference is really what identifies a, a sigma over an alpha. Sigmas are the lone wolves. They're the rebel without a cause, so to say, right? They don't conform. They are they are fine being viewed as weird. They are fine being viewed as different. They are fine people not understanding them, but because they understand why and what they're doing and why and and what they're doing it for, they don't need anyone else to understand it because they are content in their purpose. They have found their purpose. And you know, sometimes sigmas also can be identified as or be misidentified as being narcissistic because they really just don't care about about how people feel about their actions. Not saying that they do things to hurt people 
They, they, they don't do that. They don't sit there and say, well, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to treat you however I, I'm going to treat you. That, that's not what I'm saying here. Sigmas are very comfortable in the decisions that they made. So when other people feel or think that they shouldn't be doing it or feel like it's lame or feel like it's, it's not the popular decision, they're like, okay, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Sigmas do them. They do them. They aren't bothered by being in a team or a group, but they are happy to do their own thing. They are they sometimes allow the alphas to lead, right? They'll allow the alphas to take the leadership position and they'll be running everything from the background and they don't need the accolades or the attention for the for what they're doing because they're perfectly fine. The alpha needs that, let them have it. I'm out, I'm doing my work. I'm a I'm a work. I'm a go to fuck home. Whereas betas are more submissive to, uh, to, in in their roles. Um, because because they're introverted, sigmas just don't care. They're introverted, right? And and they can sometimes be mistakenly uh, viewed as being a, a beta because they just don't care about your social structure. They don't care about your opinions of them. They don't care about the way that you view their actions. Like they don't care if they if they're looked at as a leader. But they know that they are prepared and in any situation they can step up and and, and do their thing. Right. That they they're they're prepared for everything. And because they prepare for everything and they sit back and they watch people and they survey the field, they move with a different the different type of confidence because they know that even if something was to go left, all right, I got a plan for that. We're gonna be good. I got a plan for that. That is how Sigmas operate. Sigmas are mysterious. Because they don't conform conform, they stand out, right? They stand out because while everyone else is wearing, let's say for example, everyone else is wearing Jordans, right? The Sigma is very perfectly happy wearing an Adidas shoe and just being like, well, I like it. You feel me? You all can rock your Jordans. It's fine doing that. This is the shoe that I liked. So I'm going to rock it. And people just keep trying to figure them out. If you find yourself being around somebody that you're always trying to figure out or you see that people are always just they just don't get. That's because they're a Sigma male. Sigmas go against the grain. They, and they don't do it in a way to stand out, right? That goes back to the fraud alpha. The fraud alpha sometimes will go against the, the grain and want to stand out. Look, I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. Sigmas go against the rules, but they don't seek attention for going. They don't. They don't point out the fact. Oh, I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm going to break this rule. They just do what needs to be done. They live dangerously in a way, right? And that's why they they get all the attention that they do. That's why a sigma will get the attention. They can come across as reckless, but a good type of reckless. Like they don't they throw caution to the wind. They aren't afraid to make mistakes. They aren't afraid to look stupid because that they know when they have that confidence that they're going to succeed. They are accidentally abstract. They can blend in in any social structure, right? Because they do, they don't want to be in any social structure. They have found a way to maneuver within each one of those social structures so they can do what they need to do and get the fuck out. When you find someone who is able to work within many different cultures, many different types of thinking, many different pe people with all different types of background, and they can affect that. You know, again, what we talked about with the fraud alpha, the fake alpha, is that they 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 don't they have trouble right going against that grain, um, or they they try not to blend in, they try to stand out or make it seem like the things that they're doing are more special than what they what they are sigmas don't, don't care whether what they're doing especially whether it goes against the grain and how abstract it is alphas want to be head of the pack betas go along to get along fraud alphas want to be loud and get the the attention of being the alpha without the responsibility but sigmas don't care about the pack 
Sigmas very often don't even acknowledge the pack. Again, Sigmas find themselves in positions of leadership, but they don't seek it. So very often, like with the Sigma, you'll find someone who doesn't care about leading, but is a very good leader when it needs to be. So if someone it comes along and wants to follow them or wants to join in on what they're doing, they are very welcome. Yeah, come on. You can come do it with me. You can come, you can come live the way that I live. You can come. I have no problem teaching you whatever else, but they don't seek that out. They are very fine not having a pack around them at all. A, a, a Sigma also isn't reliant on other people or other people's ideas. And again, that goes back to what we said about uh, a, a fake alpha, right? They need that approval. Sigmas don't, they aren't relying on that. That doesn't mean that they don't care about the people that are close to them. That doesn't mean they don't care about their partners. That doesn't mean they aren't great people to be in relationships with and they don't love their their partners or their family, or whatever else. But instead of depending on other people, they just get on with their own lives. The people that you find that are, that when people, you know, kind of fall off or fall out of their life, they just keep it moving. Business as usual. It's because, not to say that they don't care, but they aren't relying on that. They don't need those other people around. Sigmas are very often also deep thinkers, right? They have very analytic minds. They can be overthinkers. They're highly intelligent. They always have a plan. They're not afraid to pull up their sleeves and get to the nitty gritty. They work out ways to avoid drama and intention and keep themselves private. But they are very, they stand up on their own. They stand up for the things that they believe in, right? While they try to avoid the drama and the attention, they are very welcoming in it if it comes time to defend themselves and their ideals. They're very brooding figures over, overall. Smart cookies, as you say. Um, when you look at the strong silent type or the lone, the lone wolf type, those are sigma males. People who don't, who don't need to, be, to operate within the normal social structure. Self-sufficient is a great way to, to, to look at a sigma male as well, right? When you find someone who is kind of a jack of all trades, um, and that's the flip side of the fake alpha. You know, we say that they move around through a lot, a lot of things, but don't become masters of any. The Sigma male, because they are they are self-sufficient and thrive off just being and able to do everything themselves. You find the the Sigma male being the person that can cook, the person that's successful in their career. But maybe you wouldn't know it by why, the way that they dress, so to say, like people like you don't see them as being the, the type to be really flashy or splurgy or the things on traditional toxic masculinity that, that are viewed as that they they do their own thing. Right. They're very successful. Um, they're completely independent. Uh, when, when you when you when you finally get a chance to go to their house, you're like, damn, like. You're affording all this because you didn't even know what position that they were in in their career because they don't talk about it. They don't boast about it. They are fine operating within just their immediate circle. And like I said, a lot of these traits can be misidentified as narcissistic if you're not paying close attention or you can identify them as betas if you aren't paying close attention. The mysterious person, right, the introverted person, the person that people can't figure out, that is the sigma male. When they live their own life, they, they don't really there aren't in any social circles. Right. They dance to the beat of their own drum. Or if the, if you do find them dancing to the beat of your drum, it's completely happenstance. They aren't doing it so that they can try to get close to you. They are not doing it so that they can get attention for it. They are doing it just because it's naturally who they are. Sigmas very often, too, can be looked at as the troublemaker. And that is because they are the bad boys, so to say. They are the rebels. They are the sh the the uh, Ronin. They they are the people who operate within their own life, and sometimes can be misidentified as loners as well. And sigmas very often are 
experienced people. They're cultured people, right? They have lived a life that they they don't talk about. So you may not find out until you're in conversation with them that they traveled to Dubai. You may not find out until you have or find yourself in a deep conversation with them that they have went backpacking throughout Europe and just took six months off work to just do their thing. When you if you work with somebody, we've all worked with with the person who kind of disappears for a while and comes back and you're like, oh, you still work here? Oh, yeah, I was just off doing this. Like they don't talk about it. They don't make it known. They don't say, oh, I'm going to Europe for three months. It's 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 very interesting how Sigma's maneuver and how Sigma's can be underappreciated, but they all have their role in the social structure. Sometimes well, and all of these have roles. Betas are there to be supportive because alpha isn't an alpha without having betas or people that follow their lead. Sigmas are needed for the alphas because and alphas are needed for the sigmas because sometimes the sigmas very often they welcome an alpha to come and and bring all the attention so that they can just work. Sometimes you find out in like structures with business, right? We're business partners. You have one that's very loud, voiceless, showman, so to say. Then you have that silent partner, right? The one who's just as powerful, owns just as much of the company, has just as much say, but it's just around to help build and improve things and doesn't necessarily need that attention he just wants to work to make it the best that he can again so our it's the superman or the batman that's the way that i identify it let me know what you guys think about it let me know how you feel about the concept of the beta the alpha the fake alpha and the sigma male um if you agree with these social structures should be applied to humans because some don't um yeah, I just really like it. If this is your first time hearing about the concept of Sigma Male, I'd like to hear your thoughts on it as well. You can send that via voice, via written to all our social media platforms or our email. We'll get into where you can do that at. Um, you can follow the podcast at Awaken So Pod or at The Awaken So Pod. You can follow me personally at CEO Hayes. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theawakensopod at gmail.com. We also have a uh, a number you can reach us at you can leave a voicemail played on the on the podcast that is 614-547-2039 this is this has been this always will be the awakened soul i love each and every one of you guys and i'm out this week uh next week we have my brother jb on where we're going to get into a deep conversation about racism and i think the, the way that we're going to attack from this one is going to be really 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 dope so i can't wait to bring you guys that episode um another brown person um and you know brown versus brown racism we'll talk about that and we'll break that down but that's it for me this week i love you guys i'm out this mug peace yeah yeah rockefeller we invite you to something epic you know where we hustle out of a sense of hopelessness sort of a desperation through that desperation we come addicted sort of like the fiends we accustomed to serving but we feel we have nothing to lose. Everything so we offer you, well, we offer our lives. What do you bring to the table? Why I'm watching every nigga watching me closely. My shit is butter for the bread, they wanna toast me. I keep my head, both of them where they supposed to be. Holes to get you sidetracked and clap from close feet. I don't sleep, I'm tired, I feel wired like codeine. These days a rubber got to admire me from four fiends away. My pain, which shit was quick to see. From selling cane to brains was fried to a fricassee. Can't lie, at the time it never bothered me. At the bar, getting my dog on properly. 
My squad and me lack of respect for authority. Laughing hard, happy to be escaping poverty. However brief, I know this game got valleys and peaks. Expectation for dips, for precipitation, we stack chips hardly. The youth I used to be, soon to see a million, no more. Big Willie, my game has grown. Prefer you call me William, illin' forever news. Grateful lemon like Channel 7 News, round 7 Jews, head dead in the mic. Forgetting all I ever knew, convenient amnesia. I suggest you call my lawyer, I know the procedure. Block my body, can't trap my mind easily. Explain why we adapt to crime. I'd rather die enormous than live dormant, that's how we own it. Live at the main event, I better trip them out, we own it. Presidential suites, my residential for the weekend. Confidentially speaking in code.